0: Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. I just wanna
1: be good as you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. How about them Saints? I admit, you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opera. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends, watching the game. A mouth menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere—you'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture. Authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and gift cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266-2511. That's Mambo's Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Gasher here with my good friend Mike Delahusi, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe at I-10 in Metro. Hi, Eric Asher once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your A.C. unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your A.C. system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying A.C. systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504 504- 277-7520.
2: Are you craving something delicious, savory, and satisfying, but on the lighter side? Then check out JoJo's Skinny Menu with all items under 600 calories only at Bobby A. Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Blackened redfish on a bed of mashed potatoes topped with crawfish and mushroom cream sauce and fried crawfish tails. That's our Blackened Redfish Lafouche. Only at Bobby Aber's Cage and Cannon Restaurant.
3: and Inside New Orleans.
4: I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You talking
1: to me? You talking to me? You talking to me?
4: What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth, it's what you good at.
1: Heart Radio app, the TuneIn Radio app at Nash FM106.1 at Ericasher.com. And of course, you want to follow us on social media, it's at Eric underscore Asher and Eric Asher on Facebook. The podcast of this program can be found each and every show, each and every show uh, at all your major podcasting platforms: Apple, iHeart, Anchor, Spotify, Google, uh, you name it, it's there now. And of course the phone number to get involved in this program. 504 1061 504 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Uh, a lot to talk about today. Of course, uh, we got a great show for you as always. Len Gilbo, USA today, USA Today Network, will join us at 435 this afternoon. Larry Holder of the Athletic, as he does each and every Monday at 535, he'll join us on the program. And of course, uh, kind of an up and down weekend for us here in South Louisiana. LSU, again, shocks the entire world, uh, again, defeating number 6 Florida 37-34 in, uh, in Gainesville in the Swamp on Saturday night, a uh, huge win for the Tiger program, we'll get into that. Also, Saints limping home now after being upset in Philadelphia by the Eagles yesterday, 24-21, to a costly loss for the Saints, uh, as again, their nine-game winning streak has now snapped uh, we'll get into all the particulars on that as we go forward on today's program. And congratulations to Tulane. We talked about it last week. They now know their opponent. Tulane will take on Nevada in the Idaho Potato Bowl. That is Tuesday, December the twenty second. That's a two thirty kickoff uh, for for Tulane. And uh, again, an opportunity to uh, uh, continue to kind of build on uh, the last uh, what four? They lost went one last four of their last five uh, games, and of course, a, a team that. When you look at, at, at Tulane, uh, especially now with Michael Pratt under center, looks like they're going to be um, a program on the rise, and that's a, well, certainly what we're hoping for uh, for the Green Wave. But this is big. It's big for the Wave uh, to get into this bowl, and especially, again, with a lot of uh, people thinking that uh, because of uh, the lack of restrictions on, um, on teams getting into bowl games, uh, because of win-loss win, win loss record. You get in no matter what your win-loss record is this year, and maybe some more, attract, more attractive teams in terms of TV scheduling, that the Wave, even with a winning record, would have been left out. Uh, they're not. They're in this bowl game and uh, excited for the Tulane fans out there. First chance to see the Pelicans tonight, 6 o'clock, as we go off the air. It's a preseason game against the Miami Heat in Miami, but they will not have their full complement of players. Uh, Eric Bledsoe is out. Uh, And J.J. Redick are out, medical protocols. Waylon Gabriel is out with tendonitis, And questionable for tonight with a hamstring is Steven Adams. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how the Pelicans look after, uh, again, uh, with a new coach, new system and uh, some new players, even though, again, some of those new players will not be participating in tonight's game. But we start with the Saints, again, 24-21 to 20, 21 losers to the Philadelphia Eagles. It snapped their nine-game winning streak. It also snapped the 55 games for this defense of not allowing a 100-yard rusher. Uh, the defense gave up 246 yards on the ground. Uh, of course, Sanders, uh, the running back, had the big 82-yard run. Uh, 14 carries, 115 yards uh, for him, two touchdowns, 8.2 yards per carry. A lot of that based off, i got to be honest with you, the big long run. The the player that hurt them the most
5: was was Jalen Hurts.
1: He had 17 rushes for 107 yards, 6.3 average, but his bailout runs killed the Saints all day, all day. And he was pretty much untouched. Uh, by the Saints defense, the front four. There were no sacks. There was one quarterback hit. That was Marcus Davenport, and for the most part, that was it. As far as tackles for loss, only two tackles for loss for this team. This defense has been playing so well. You had Gardner Johnson and Malcolm Jenkins with, uh, with with the tackles for loss. And i got to tell you, folks, really surprised uh, by the game plan by Sean Payton on, on Sunday and also Dennis Allen. Uh, when you talk about the offense on the offensive side, This was a game where you needed to get Taysom Hill out of the pocket. His ability to run, having designed rollouts, getting on the edge, making the Philadelphia uh, defensive line have to play the whole field. and, And that just didn't happen. OK, uh, he basically he was a sitting duck in the pocket until the second half. when when they adjusted, there was no sense of urgency in, in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, six minutes, 39 seconds left on the clock. They're going into the huddle. And then the excuse you got to hear from Taysom is, well, you know, it's a complicated offense. Paraphrasing here. And, and uh, you know, a lot of different personnel groups. Come on, man. Okay, I know Breeze wasn't under center there, and it's a little different with Taysom Hill. There's got to be a sense of urgency when you're down two scores, and it just wasn't there yesterday. Uh, and then on that fourth and two play, which really was, was mind-blowing to me, uh, Peyton calls for a shot play. And this is the third week in a row now that, that that Peyton has fallen on the sword for Taysom Hill. you got Hill rolling out to the sidelines, and it took, the play took so long to develop that, again, the sideline became an extra defender. And then Taysom had nowhere to run. And then the, again, if the receivers don't pop open, which again again didn't happen until late with Traquan Smith. Now, again, if you listen to Sean Pazan Fox 8 Sports last night on the final play, one of the things he said is he saw uh Thomas breaking open late, but then by that time, uh the, the, the line was collapsing on him. Uh but again you had a situation where uh Sweat, the defensive lineman, uh he just blew right by uh Hill. Uh the the tight end and then Armstead whiffs on him. Both guys whiff. And then then it was an opportunity for at that point the uh the, the Saints to uh have an issue with the sack uh with Taysom Hill. Uh I mean that was a head scratching call. It's fourth and two. You need two yards. You get greedy. Uh he's trying to look down to, to get the the the, the uh uh, the ball to Smith, and, of course, ultimately is sacked and, and another turnover for uh, for Taysom Hill. Defensively, they just got ate up at times with yards at the contact. That was something we have not seen a lot through this season, is the yards at the contact. They didn't play gap, good gap football. You know you're going into this with a quarterback like Jalen Hurts that is going to play the RPO, that is an RPO quarterback. You've got to play good gap football. I mean, you could take the one play, the 82-yard run by Sanders, but again, again, he just grinded against the defense all all, all day long. He got yards at the contact, but the, the big issue yesterday was they had no answer for Jalen Hurts, which is surprising to me because I talked about it during the week. Dennis Allen has always had a pretty good plan for rookie mobile quarterbacks, and usually he has a plan that can confuse them, but he didn't. And then when he adjusted, he didn't adjust quickly enough. I mean, those bailout runs, okay? Uh, by, by Hertz, you know, four, five, six yards at a time. Now, and, of course, he had the big 24-yarder uh, that, that led to a touchdown. But I'm telling you right now, in my mind's eye, I'm still watching Saints defensive linemen running so sideline to sideline, east and west, trying to catch him. And, and, again, uh, just a, a, a bad game planned by both Sean Payton and Dennis Allen uh, against the Eagles. Now, look, this team, flat. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, again, they went in, uh, in a lot of cases, not respecting another NFL team. They looked at the record. There's no doubt about it. They started slow. They really didn't get, get their mojo to the second half. And you can't have that. Okay, especially, again, you cannot lose to an NFC team right now. Uh, this really, again, hurts the Saints, especially with Kansas City on tap. You got Lutz missing another kick, okay? The 45-yarder was a makeable field goal early, which could have changed the complexion of the game. They were chasing that all game long. And then you had, the, the again, the 57-yard kick, which was a desperation kick, okay? And then on the onside kick, still with all of that, you had an opportunity to be able to recover the onside kick. It was a great onside kick by Lutz, but – I don't understand why Thomas Morstead is in the game. There, you're trying to confuse the defense on on again who's going to kick the ball, but by the time they were ready to kick the ball, Morstead had already moved that moved into uh, in, into a, a kicking formation, and he's on the field. Morstead gets power overpowered on the onside kick. Okay, asking him to again hold on to the football between him and and Craig Robinson, uh, and and of course it was. Uh, it was a uh, defensive back and, and a uh, linebacker that ultimately were tugging on it. And, you know, the rest is history. They got the ball. They ran out the clock. Saints didn't get another chance to be able to, uh, to, uh, get, to uh, get the ball to be able to uh, go down the field on, on offense. But you got to add a question on special teams why is Morsted even in the game there? You want to got another guy that's got good hands or a guy that can, has the ability to be able to recover that ball. Uh, Morstead was It's almost like using Breeze when, when Taysom Hill comes in. It, you're, you're playing 10 against 11, and that's pretty much what it was on that onside kick. But again, the Saints weren't ready to play. I mean, breaking it down to its lowest common denominator, when you want to talk about the offensive side, to me, Doug Peterson out Peyton Peyton because I thought he ran the type of offense with Jalen Hurts that Peyton should have ran with Taysom. Stretching the field, making the defensive lineman go east-west instead of north-south, using the mobility of your quarterback to take advantage okay, of, of, the, of the Philadelphia defense. Peyton didn't do that, but Doug Peterson did. Also, and look, I know I'm going to get uh, you know, uh, some, some pushback on this. I realize that Taysom Hill is a more accurate quarterback in the pocket when he can step up and deliver the football and he's not as accurate on the run, okay? Uh, but he is a threat to run the football, and he puts pressure on the defense. That was the big part about this. The one thing I thought they would do, especially with all the accolades we were hearing that the Philadelphia Eagles defense had gotten uh, you know, throughout the season, number one in sacks, number one in quarterback hurries, number one in quarterback hits, that they would have utilized the mobility of Taysom Hill to get him outside of the pocket, you know, like Doug Peterson did with Jalen Hurts. But it didn't. Peyton didn't take advantage of the dual threat that Taysom Hill is. And I thought it was a big mistake. Also, something you don't see a lot with this Saints team out on, on both sides of the football uh, at the line of scrimmage. Okay. Uh, with the defense and the offensive line, both again uh, out physical and unacceptable. You know, Andres P with another bad game. Okay. And he's got to, again, he was called out uh, by the coach, but he's got to get it together. I mean, he just does. He's been, the, he's been one of the weak links on this, on this offensive line throughout the season. A lot of it has been injury. We heard about the loss of weight, everything else. He has not lived up to the contract, his second contract, uh, by, by any means necessary. Also, again, Taysom Hill, look, the, the numbers don't look bad. 28 for 38, 291 yards. But, again, uh, the situation where, uh, uh, again, he's got, uh, uh, you see he's got an interception. Uh, he had two touchdown passes, that one to Cook, that, that w- was, again, a man among boys, where Cook just kind of took the ball away from the um, defender. But, again, he fumbled once again. Uh, you know, he was sacked five times, losing 33 yards. And, look, let me tell you something right now. Everybody talked about Jameis Winston, at the, again, when, when, Peyton, when um, Peyton ended up going with Taysom Hill instead of Winston. And one of the reasons why we heard over and over again was Winston doesn't take care of the football. Well, neither does Taysom Hill. He has either fumbled or had an interception in every one of his starts. He's now threatening uh, the, the club record for a quarterback, uh, an all-time record for fumbles. Aaron Brooks in 2003 had 14 fumbles in, in 16 games. them as of today, 10 fumbles in 13 games. Okay, and so again, the fumbles are an issue. The turnovers are an issue. He's killing drives with these turnovers. But nevertheless, you can't put all this on Taysom. To me, it was all about scheme, and it was all about getting outplayed. I mean, again, there's not many times you can look at at a game and say Dennis Allen and Sean Payton got outcoached, but Dennis Allen and Sean Payton got outcoached on Sunday by the Philadelphia coaching staff. With that said, now again, Green Bay takes over the uh, number one seed in in the NFC uh the, the Saints obviously are still in 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 uh they're in second uh and still have a chance to possibly again get back into this but again the NFC loss hurts Uh, You know, I'd much rather, if if they were going to lose again, and you didn't want to see them lose again because things are so tight down the stretch here, I'd much rather see losing to an AFC team in in Kansas City than an NFC team in Green Bay. I'm sorry, an NFC team in in Philadelphia. And now Green Bay has the driver's seat uh, going into the number one seat. Uh, Still no word on on, uh, Drew Brees. Uh, there was a report on Sunday that said that Drew Brees was going to uh, was going to sit out the Kansas City game and would not be pulled off IR. They're going to take their time with him. If they need to do that, so be it. But they've got to come up with a better scheme and a better game plan uh, for Taysom Hill. Because let me tell you something right now especially on the, when you start looking at Kansas City offense versus the Saints defense. And maybe this was, was was an anomaly when you start talking about the way they played yesterday. But you better believe Mahomes is licking his chops at, again, how Hertz was able to be, use his mobility to be able to extend plays, because they're going to get a big taste of that on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the LSU Tigers. Glenn Gilbo is going to join us at 435. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Eating. Ooh, it's a little chilly outside, isn't it? Might need that heater checked out. Why don't you call my friends at Burkhart. They have 15 trucks in the field a 30-minute courtesy call. Nate-certified technicians, highest certification you get in the industry. And, of course, uh, uh, they are looking out for you, doing all the protocols necessary to keep your family safe, to keep their, their technicians safe, looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, heating system. How about that standby generator, tankless water heater? How about all your electrical needs or that APCO-X, a uh, whole home treatment system? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
6: This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Baconator. Any time of the day is Baconator time. Baconate in the a.m. with a Wendy's Breakfast Baconator. Yep, all that bacon you crave with a fresh cracked egg. Try one this a.m. free with any breakfast purchase offer in the app. There's never been a better reason to bring on the bacon. Always be Baconating.
3: Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection coming into this city from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. At 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
1: Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. 9-2. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come cool off this summer and check out all the games on our 20 TVs. Open 7 days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at Three seven three five seven three three. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host Eric Asher. Glenn Gilbo is going to join us a little bit after four thirty-five. Let's turn our attention to the LSU Tigers, thirty-seven, thirty-four upset winners over number six Florida in the Swamp. Look, we talked about it all last week, didn't we? Uh, look, I didn't give them a chance. Nobody gave them a chance to be able to be able to beat Florida, especially in the swamp. Especially again with everything that's been swirling around this program. I mean, they were injured. They they were limping in the swamp. They only had 54 scholarship players available for the LSU Tigers to take on again uh, the number six t- team in the land. And, and then they were losing players all night. Okay, whether it, again was Stingley who couldn't go uh, uh, before the game started. Then you got a slot with, with, again, being disqualified for the targeting penalty, which I thought was iffy at best, iffy at best. Emory, Davis Price go out. I mean, by the time, the, again, you were really in the meat of this game, you had little or no experience at the defensive back position, at the running back position, at the quarterback position, at the wide receiver position. I mean, it was amazing. And then you get to, again, true starting. Uh, you had to start a true freshman quarterback. And I'm going to tell you right now, Max Johnson was impressive. Okay, first start as, as a collegian, 21 of 36, 239 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. I mean, he was outstanding. The moment was not too big for him. That's the first thing you saw. Uh, you saw him throw the ball with accuracy and with touch. And then when he had to put zip on the ball, he did that. Uh, he went through his progression. He was able to hang in the pocket. Remember, I, I talked about this earlier in the year, uh, that, that Enzmega continued to use him as more of an RPO quarterback to run the football rather than let him sit back and throw the football. And I questioned it because, again, he was one of the top drop-back quarterbacks coming out of high school last year, son of, again, a former, a former uh, top collegiate and, and, and a, a top pro quarterback in Brad Johnson. And you figured the kid can throw the ball, right? And that's everything we heard, but all we have is something, do was run the football. Okay. But no, man, he threw the ball well. Accurately. He had a couple throws uh, had a, had a couple throws that that again uh you'd say were, were kind of iffy, but again, I thought he protected the football and I, I thought he picked up the blitz really well. You're talking about a guy in his first start, the ability to be able to pick up the blitz. Uh when, when you start talking about that Florida defense, the way they they come off the bus blitzing, okay? So just a great game by Johnson and the young receivers, okay? Then you look at the defense. Look, it did look pretty when you look at the stats, right? 609 yards given up, four touchdowns in, in eight uh, in eight red zone trips. But they were overmatched on demand on paper, but they were relentless throughout the entire game. The first half was outstanding. Three turnovers, including a pick six, a goal line stand. They had nine quarterback pressures and two sacks uh, just, in the, just in, the, in the first half. And, of course, because they had the problems with Flott going out, Stingley not playing, McGovern got picked on all night long. And, look, the young freshman tried to be able to hang, right? But, uh, again, uh, you knew that, uh, that Florida was going to be able to target that side of the ball, they, they, especially after Ricks went with the pick six. There was no way they were going back, to, back at him. But the defense played well. I mean, look, it doesn't look good, but when they had to get a stop, they got a stop. Uh, you know, in the fourth quarter, three straight three and outs, um, and and of course, this was at the, as the fog was rolling in, conditions were eroding, and then you had Von Rosenberg, who well, look, if he's not the best punter in in, in all of college football, show me it. Uh, flipping the field consistently with, with this punting had a 58 yard punt at one point. Uh, you know, again, the, they were back and forth going, uh, dropping them, uh, LSU and uh, starting from their 16 yard line. And then Florida having to start from their 16 yard line. So the field flipping back and forth in the second half. And then of course the big one, uh, the game winning field goal, York 57 yard school record game winning field goal in the fog. Uh, and. Of course, that was that was just it was huge for for this team, and just a gritty win. Okay, I, I can't tell you as that game ended on Saturday, I was so proud of these young tigers. And, and you know, Ogeron talked about himself, young players, and, and of course, older players that kind of came together. And they played hard. There was so much toxicity around this program all over the all, all, over this whole season, but especially in this past couple of weeks with Terrence Marshall opting out, and then Eric Gilbertmark opting out, and and of course all the rumors about everybody was getting fired from Polini to Ensminger uh, uh, getting uh, uh, retiring uh, to Coach O on the hot seat to again talking about all the recruits that are going to be defecting. This was huge for this program. Huge for this program. You know, again when you got the so-called leaders and the blue chippers that are quitting on the team. you got the universities that's trying to do an end around on the NCAA, opting out of bull consideration in an, in an effort to lessen future sanctions. What's that telling your team, okay? But they had nothing to play for, nothing to play for but pride. And, boy, did they play for pride. And, look, honestly, the, the conditions were eroding throughout the game, but I thought they went, went toe-to-toe with the sixth-ranked team in, in the land. And, look, people are going to look back and say – yeah, they were helped by the shoe throw, okay? The shoe throw hurt around the world of sports. And there's no doubt, when you look at Marco Wilson, it might be the bonehead move of 2020, throwing, uh, throwing Taylor's shoe and getting called for unsportsmanlike conduct. Automatic first down on third down, by the way, which gave LSU new life to be able to kick that uh, game-winning field goal of 57 yards with 23 seconds, but... It is what it is. It is a stupid play on his part, and I can't believe, again, some of the Florida sports writers out there that are saying that that should not have been called. Okay, of course it should have been called. And uh, even with that said, Florida had a chance. They moved down the field very, very quickly on LSU, and they had a chance to tie the game with a 51-yard field goal with two seconds left. And thankfully, the football gods smiled on LSU and and, and Coach O because uh, that, 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 that field goal didn't go through. But I will say this right now through all the adversity that we've seen, through everything that's going on with this program this year, based on what we saw on Saturday night, LSU can hold its head up high. Okay, That was a win for the ages in the Swamp. And something that you can kind of point to after this nightmare season, that there's hope on the horizon here. Because the guys that stayed, the guys that didn't end up quitting on this team, they played hard. And they deserved that win on Saturday. Now, you got a chance to be able to, again, go out and beat Ole Miss on Saturday, 230 kickoff to to get to 500. And after everything that this program has gone through, these players have gone through from COVID to to quitting to, again, the turmoil within the program to be able to come back and to be able to beat at 500 after this season. That's a true accomplishment. All right. We take a break. We come back. We'll get Glenn Gilbo's take uh, from USA Today Network at 535. It'll be Larry Holder. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't move. At 488-6582, that's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment I'll go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Con tie in the heart of the fun 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily we know what you're missing in your kitchen oceana group customers your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season do you know if it's ready the best way to find out is to call burkhart today a quick tune up from burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer take it from me eric asher when it comes to a quick tune up of your air conditioning system there's no one else i trust more than burkhart family owned licensed and insured that's burkhart visit burkhart today at acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and
7: tell them eric sent you have you looked at your website lately and said gosh this needs work or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business well don't stress Cumulus Digital is here to help our custom designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need including links to your social media, Google search and we even drive customers straight to you starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85 we'll take care of it all go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started I absolutely love my dog but the constant shedding not so much but then i got a swiffer sweeper pet kit and it is amazing these super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair just look at all that and that was from just one swipe and the best part sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum easily getting around chairs and under the couch you're right now i can focus on you not your shedding swiffer sweeper pet kit because shed happens
5: am I? First response knows this is one of the most important questions a woman will ever ask herself. Am I sure it's the right time? Am I starting the next chapter? Am I about to be called mommy? Am I pregnant? Trust first response to give you a clear and reliable answer with over 99% accuracy from the day of your missed period. Based on more than 99% accuracy in detecting the pregnancy hormone on day of missed period, America's most trusted pregnancy test brand based on the 2020 BrandSpark American Trust Study. First response is the answer.
1: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We turn our attention back to the LSU Tigers and uh, joining us on the program. Good friend of the show with us each and every week. It's Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Glenn, how are you doing?
0: Good. Eric, how are you?
1: Doing great, Glenn. Glenn, I got to tell you, man, so proud of the way the Tigers played on Saturday night. Uh, Again, a lot of people like myself left them for dead. I I didn't think they had a chance to go into the swamp and beat Florida. But uh, just really a – a magnificent uh, uh, game by uh, by uh, Max Johnson, and this all around, just a gutsy play of, again. The young Tigers. Uh, I'd love to get your synopsis. Talk a little bit about what you saw on Saturday night. Well,
0: only saw so much because of the fog. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> that was a, that was amazing. I mean, I thought one of the quotes of the year was by Cade York, who who asked on the on the uh, Zoom conference, uh, you know, if it was good because he didn't see it. Uh, he actually didn't see his, his game-winning right. field goal, that score record. But uh, no, it was it was great to see it. It really was. Um, you know, uh, I think I don't, I don't know anybody that picked LSU to win. And uh, you know, I, I think some of the media. I remember thinking and starting to write after Florida scored the back-to-back touchdowns to go up thirty-one uh, twenty-seven. I remember thinking, and there were some people around me in agreement. Well, you know, this this was a good game for LSU. They played well, but you know, they're about to lose. You know, but they came back. You know, they came back several times in the game and and won it. So it it, it it's one of the greatest wins LSU's had in history. I, I would say because of the the ranking of Florida, the the record of LSU, the roster of LSU, which was like fifty five guys. You know, right. Uh, this, this was a They they ruined uh, the Heisman and the national championship for Florida in in one night, I think. Uh, And uh, they did it without Derek Stingley. Uh, They did it without Micah Baskerville, who's one of their best linebackers. They lost Cordell Flott during the game to an injection. They lost Eli Ricks during the game to an injury. He had a pick six. So they had guys in there, you know, they had the graduate transfer in there from Nichols. They had um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mc, Mc, McLaughlin, a true freshman who's hardly played. Yep. You know, I mean, hey, they won that game with mirrors. They really did.
1: No, they really did. And and I thought it was a gutsy performance. I really did. Especially with everything swirling around around the program. When Gilbert left last week, he kind of left the, the, the program for dead. Especially after what happened the week before with Terrence Marshall, by by, by midweek there were rumors swirling around that Pellini was out at the end of the season, uh, that Ensminger was going to retire, walk away, be a a, a, a revamped coaching staff, uh, that they were losing uh, recruits. That, that again, this Wednesday through Friday was going to be a horrible time for LSU because they were expected to have you know a top five class, and all these recruits were were defecting, and, and these guys, they again, they just. They, they 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 play with reckless abandonment. I mean, again, they, I thought that, you know, again, you can look at the stats on the defensive side of the ball and say, wow, Florida moved up and down the field. They did. There's no doubt about it. But, again, you look at who was on the field for the Tigers at that point, and I just thought it was a gutsy performance all the way around.
0: Well, the first two things you said still might come true. Uh, Steve Ensminger still may retire or right around, and and Polini may not be uh, retained. Um, but... Uh, and and everything else I didn't agree with last week too, you know when when the season goes bad, people just assume the locker room's bad, you know, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of teams out there who have good locker rooms and good chemistry. they're just not any good you know there's there's losing sure. teams, Vanderbilt's going you know two and two and uh nine, and they've had good chemistry they're they're just not any good so and and you know that's the funny thing. some locker rooms don't get along, and they're great teams, like the seventies Yankees, all those guys hated Reggie Jackson. Um, I know, I know some teams that the coaches thought they got along too well, you know? So, so that locker room stuff, um, I never believed that, um, you know, you can still get along even during a, a bad season. Now, um, you know, I, I think early in the season, some, some youth younger players weren't didn't understand how you play yet on and off the field. But I do think the, the team stayed together and really they They played hard in the loss to Alabama. Uh, You know, there was some um, turnovers in that game, and that game got away from them, but they played hard in that game. And and, uh, this game, they had a better game plan. Um, The offensive line allowed LSU to run the ball against a pretty good defense, and they didn't do that against Auburn. And against Texas A&M and against Alabama, so that was the key. They they figured out some ways to run the ball in this game and uh, and to protect Max Johnson, you know. Yes. And and Max Max had a great game. You know, Finley probably would have had a good game too with with the line, but you have to give it to Max because he ran well too. Plus, he recognized some coverages really quick. He so did that double, cor- that double corner blitz. That was kind of easy to pick up, but he threw a perfect pass and he and he saw it quick. You know, he let it go quick. Uh, on that touchdown. Um, but I, I was really impressed with how they kept coming back, particularly after they gave up the two quick touchdowns in the third mm-hmm. quarter to fall behind 31-27 after being up by 10, and and they just kept coming back.
1: No, they did. I, I want to go back to Johnson for a moment because again, they've been utilizing him a lot on, on a lot of RPOs and running the football. And I questioned this a couple weeks ago, Glenn. You know, again, he was one of the top quarterbacks in terms of drop up, court, drop back quarterbacks coming out of the um, coming out of uh, high school last year. But it seemed like and Ensming was using him more as a running threat than a, than a passing threat. I was anxious to see him throw the football. He threw the ball with accuracy. He threw the ball with touch. And as you mentioned, quick to be able to again recognize what the defense was doing, and I think those were those were things that uh, attributes that I thought he really shined on on Saturday.
0: Well, yeah, and his, his dad's a, a quarterback, and his um, he's uh, I think his uh, his his uncle through marriage is, is Mark Rick. Mark, yes, Rick that's right, Brad Johnson's uh, sister. So, that, mm-hmm. so that's some quarterback in his in his family. And you know he's a lefty, and he's got he's got kind of a long delivery. Uh, he he kind of winds up, but he, he's accurate. Um, I, w- I was impressed with him, and uh, you know, and, and and he was tough. I mean, he he, uh, he he was in some adverse situations, and you know, the first game he starts is at Florida against the number sixteen. That's that's eight and one, and uh, you know, like Coach Joe says, you know, he he didn't blink, and you know, you don't you don't win a game like that. And, and don't keep the job. I mean, Max Johnson right. is, is – I think Max Johnson, based on that game alone, is the favorite to be the starter next season. Now, it's going to be an interesting spring because if Miles Brennan yes. comes back healthy, I mean, he's going to get a shot. T.J. Finley played well in, in spots this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, played very well against South Carolina. But, you know, Brennan didn't really play good teams, nor did – and Finley's win over South Carolina was not against a good team. Max Johnson right. has by far the most quality victory of the three, but uh, it, it should be an interesting spring practice.
1: We can't we can't get away from this game without talking about the the, the throwing of the shoe and, and and the impact that made on the game. Uh, hearing a lot of Florida riders writer, riders that are disgruntled and, and 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 bitching and complaining about that call. I thought it was the right call. Well, you know, it's one of those
0: things. It it's it's the right call by the book. And uh, you know you can't you can't grab somebody's equipment and and throw it. I mean, it, it, imagine if that was a helmet. I mean, we we've seen that in the NFL. Yep. And guys get penalized actually for throwing their own helmets.
2: <laughs>
1: so mm-hmm. threw, Kyle Turley. Else,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, but but you know, I I would say this. It, it is it is kind of a cheap way to get. To, to get a loss there you know i mean they they made the play he didn't throw it at anybody you know it's, it's not like it was a targeting call it's not like he clipped the guy or or punched the guy or something you know but it but you know you you can get penalized for a celebration in in the end zone which doesn't hurt anyone either you know uh but but those are the rules so so that was called right it was it was a lucky break and like coach joe said we needed a break and we got one you know so yeah. You know, it, it it was a break. You know, so you know when LSU loses, they say the other team's lucky. Well, well, in this case, you you got a nice lucky break there. Yeah. Right, but well, but again,
1: was it a a was a bonehead move as well.
0: It was. It, it you, was you can't make
1: you can't make that you cannot make that play when when again it's third down. You've just got your team off the field. You got to hold your emotion there, okay? And and you didn't yeah. do it.
0: Right. Uh.
1: And and but that's he, you know he, it could happen again. It's happened LSU before again. Where again, you know, they've, they've you know done, done done a bonehead move like that and cost them. Maybe not cost costed the game, but but cost them. Glenn, Glenn, now oh, now uh, this team has a to, go ahead. You want to finish, Glenn? I'm sorry.
0: I, I wanted to say that I, I quoted uh, uh, that player's um, Marco Wilson. I, I quoted his dad yes. in, in my story today, and and that, that was kind of you know his dad was right on. The kid just got caught up in the moment. You know, but he, but he, he's sorry that it, it cost the team. But he did he did just get caught up in the moment. But I, I'll say this, you know, you can't. And Dan and Dan Mullen kind of just assumed they'd have won if they'd have got the punt. But they still would have had to drive down and make the field goal. And they yes. had, and they did drive down and, and have a field goal later, and they missed right. it. So so you don't know if they'd have won even with that LSU punt right there. LSU made the field I goal agree. harder.
1: That's right. And it was a 51-yard field goal as opposed to the 57-yard field goal that, uh, right. that your kid, again, school record field goal, to, to win the game. All right. LSU has a chance to get everything, all the adversity we've seen this entire season, and LSU has a chance to be able to, again, scratch its way back to 500 this week. And so many storylines, again, between Lane Kiffin and Ogeron well, against Ole Miss, obviously LSU trying to get to 500 after national championship uh, uh, season. Give me your thoughts on this weekend.
0: Well, it's amazing. If you have said in the beginning of the season when LSU was number five and coming off the 15-0 and year that they'd go five and five, you'd be throwing stuff around. But if they go five and oh, no five, you're going to be pretty happy. I mean, I think LSU, maybe not happy, but satisfied, satisfied, right. the five and five finish considering what, what has, has happened. And, uh you know, and and now you got to be wondering if maybe they they turned in that bowl band uh, a week early. You know, because uh, five and five and and Bremen was confident. You know, that they, they'd probably like to play a a bowl, but that's sure. kind of too late now. And and uh, you know maybe and maybe that looks looks more valuable to the NCAA now that that they really could be a, a bowl team. Plus, they're losing about six to seven million dollars of bowl revenue by not playing in that game because they are X'd out of their bowl share uh, from the 14 schools.
5: You know, mm-hmm. they can get
0: one-fourteenth of the bowl revenue. That was $8.1 million last year. This year with COVID, it's going to be less than that. But still, it's a nice chunk of change they've are they given up. But, uh, no, it's going to be a great right. game. Ole Miss has a, has a great offense. LSU's defense uh, gave up 610 yards, but nice goal line stand for some key red zone opportunities by Florida into the field goals. That's what won the game. So, uh, you know, the yep. defense uh, came around a little bit.
1: No, it did. It definitely did. And, and, of course, this is a big week for the Tiger program. Wednesday through Friday, the early signing period. Uh, you know, again, I talked about it all week long last week. Ed Ogeron's got to hold the line here. He's got to be able to make sure these recruits sign on the dotted line and they don't defect like a lot of his players have defected. That could be another storyline going into this week if he holds the line on these recruits. All of a sudden, it's a different narrative. Like I said in, in my mind, I'll tell you, well, Saturday look like a narrative-changing game for the season?
0: Well, it, it's better. It, you know, it, it, it doesn't hurt recruiting that, that they're finishing strong. As opposed to limping into a five and five yes. season, you know, you know Ed can just talk about this Florida game as he as he visits recruits or talks to them on the phone in the coming days. But you know that was something else I said last week. Re- recruiting is funny; it, it doesn't always the current season, current events don't always impact recruiting as big as people think because that's like a two year mm-hmm. process, and you know. Yes. Maybe he'll lose a guy or two, but but he loses a guy or two anyway, you know, in mm-hmm. the, the last couple of years. So I don't think recruiting's going to be that impacted by by the season, um, by this season. Uh, you know, maybe. But, the, but a shake up the coaching Kings. staff could affect, yeah, uh, could affect recruiting could. though. Well, and and that, well, that's a byproduct of the season. But if he doesn't shake up the coaching staff, that could hurt the recruiting too. <laughs> you know, bringing yeah, in a new huh? guy can can help the recruiting. But, mm-hmm. but still, I, I think they're going to re- remain in the top five or six with this class.
1: Beautiful. Glenn, tell us about what you got coming up uh, in terms of articles this week and how folks can follow you on social media.
0: Well, i got the Will Wade uh, having COVID-19. The LSU won a game this mm-hmm. morning with, without him, and, and Wade is probably going gonna to miss Wednesday's game against UNO with COVID, and he, he may be back Saturday. That's up on uh, theadvertiser.com. Right now, along with a story on Max Johnson's uh, game, SEC Player of the Week, and I'm also working on a story for the SEC Region of USA Today papers on uh, that's coming out ne- early next week on just how the SEC handled this whole season. And really, that's a tremendous success for the league because you, you know they're going to they lost the game today, George and Vanderbilt. That's not going to be mm-hmm. rescheduled they're out of weeks but that's only two games of the entire schedule yes that's losing you know so they they, it was really great planning and and work by sankey and and we're going to have a story on that uh coming out early next week this should be interesting
1: meanwhile you got the big 10 trying to maneuver ohio state into the championship series here uh again with uh, again minimal games played i'm pulling for northwestern on, on saturday you can book that
0: yeah that's that's ridiculous you know dan mullen made a comment about that uh You know, he said, at least we played all our games. You know, what I'm seeing around Mm -hmm. the country is you get rewarded for not playing a lot of games, and and he's got a great point. And, and, you know, it's interesting. Georgia is healthy right now, and they could play Saturday. Georgia wants to schedule somebody else so they can get a game in to enhance their playoff hopes, you know. So if they can somehow schedule a good team, but I don't think the SEC is going to let them do that because they wanted, you know, in the beginning of the season, they stated they just wanted SEC versus SEC. But that was the key yep. the COVID down. You know, they didn't want the other right. but it's it's late now. I could I could see they should do that. They should let Georgia play a game Saturday, but I don't know if that's gonna happen.
1: It'd be interesting to see. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks so much for thanks so much. Okay, thank you. That's Glenn Gilbo, I'm Eric Asher. Uh, Don't forget this show uh, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. Cranked on the heater. It's not working. Uh, Maybe, again, it's not putting out the heat you need. Or maybe, again, you need to have that heater uh, checked by a professional because you're concerned. You're concerned about fires. You're concerned about carbon monoxide poisoning, and you should get your heater checked each and every year before you crank it up for the summer for the uh, well for the cold winter months. In the summer, again, it's about making sure that that air conditioning system can stay on and stay wor- working throughout the entire summer. In, in the winter, those inspections are about safety. Call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They'll get out get to you quickly. Uh, and again, check that heater for you. You want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt, ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture authentic louisiana cuisine order online for delivery at bobby open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 veterans at lake villa bobby Abears' cajun cannon restaurant so good hey all right welcome to the newly renovated tiktok come on in quick close the door mike you're letting the flies out all right don't start that again hey look we've been back operating almost two months now yeah and your signs should say sorry we're back open Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, trying to run around when you need an insurance quote. At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or davemiatinsagency.com. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner, fantastic cocktails that will amaze, come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard, we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air-conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
2: Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine slow-cooked beef rib roast served on a bed of mixed greens topped with cheddar cheese, tomatoes, and bacon pieces. That's our fourth and goal beef rib roast salad at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And for dessert, try our Heath Toffee Crumble Cheesecake, New York-style cheesecake on a walnut graham cracker crust covered with toffee pieces, chocolate, and caramel. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. (coughs) I'm so sick. Ooh, honey.
3: Seriously? I'm sick.
2: Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing, honeylicious
3: taste.
4: I love you, honey.
3: And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing, honeylicious, daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head fever, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed.
5: At Target, we know a good deal means a great deal. This week through Saturday, December 19th, it's time to finish off your list with deals on Apple. Save up to 30% on home appliances and up to 30% off toys and games. With the holiday clock ticking, it's never too late to make a lasting impression with last-minute gifts for everyone on your list. Shop in-store and at Target.com. Bring more to every moment for less. Only at Target. Exclusions apply.
1: Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Larry Holder will join us in hour number two. Don't forget about the award-winning Insider on Sports Thursday at 1 with our live broadcast, 1 p.m., 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV, uh, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, and on Friday, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, and 5 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television. This week, we've got Jeff Duncan from The Athletic as our guest. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN,
0: Picayune, New Orleans.
1: Are you really ready for hurricane season? Hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us. So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac Generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pells. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? Hickory & Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game, a mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection tvs everywhere you'll never miss a play bobby bear's cajun cannon restaurant is unique the perfect combination of louisiana sports culture and authentic louisiana cuisine order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 veterans at lake villa bobby bear's cajun cannon restaurant so good Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266-2511. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahoussi at the Tick-Tock Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the Tick-Tock Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cook.
2: You talking to me? You talking to me?
1: You talking to me?
4: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
0: Stick to the truth is what you're good at.
1: Of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, on the iHeartRadio app, on the TuneIn Radio app. Listen li- live at Nash FM 106.1. Also at ericasher.com, of course the uh, social media pages, Eric Asher on Facebook, at Eric underscore asher on uh, Twitter love for you to give us a follow there. And of course, uh, the phone number is 504-261-1061. I want to thank Glenn Gilwell for joining us in the first hour. Larry Holder, who is a regular guest on this program, each and every Monday from The Athletic will join us at 535 uh, this afternoon. A lot to talk about. And, of course, uh, the big one over the weekend, LSU. And uh, what may be, again, a narrative-changing win uh, for the season as they shocked number six, Florida in the swamp, in the fog, 37, 34 on uh, Cade York's 57 yard field goal with 23 seconds left in the game. Again, uh, sure, Florida had a chance to be able to uh, to tie the game, with uh, two seconds left with a 51 yard field goal uh, that was missed, but uh, just a great win for the LSU Tigers. After everything that has transpired this season, everything swirling around uh, this program, uh, I got to tell you, I, I was so proud uh, of the young men uh, that, that were part of this team that stuck around, stuck through this, and had an opportunity to play on Saturday night. Uh, as I mentioned in the first hour, outmanned, outgunned, You know, even going into the game, the losses that they had. Uh, you know, between Stingley, uh, you heard it, uh, Eli Ricks for a while. Also again, flot going out and the defensive backfield with again, an iffy uh, targeting call. Then you lost your two top running backs in Davis price and John Emery. Uh, you know, you're starting a true freshman quarterback and Max Johnson, you know, again, uh, uh, Cole Taylor had not really pl- had not caught a pass at the tight end position with the way Eric Gilbert had been playing all season long. All of a sudden, you got all these young wide receivers that now again, have to step up and play. I mean, Baskerville was out. I mean, you go right down the line. It was. I mean, look, the odds were against LSU when they got on the plane to go to to, to, uh, to to Gainesville, and and then the the conditions start to erode with the fog and everything else that went down. And I got to tell you, folks, uh, I just was just as as proud as proud as can be uh, of the way those kids came out and they played hard uh, for sixty minutes, and, and it was a deserving win for LSU. I know everybody wants to point to again. Uh, Marco Wilson throwing the shoe, and of course the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on a third down, which gave LSU a first down, which allowed them to move a little bit closer to be able to again get the 57-yard field goal. But again, it it is what it is. Okay, uh, the kids should have never thrown the shoe. We've seen instances like this happen. I'm surprised. I got to tell you, SEC officials threw the flag on it. But again, it was so egregious, it was hard not to be able to do that. Uh, but nevertheless, again, you really got to like. What, uh, what LSU did on, uh, on Saturday night. And now, look, I'm telling you, you know, we were going from looking at, again, some of the most dubious records in the history of college football, right? Uh, you know, you know uh, we talked about it last week with, you know, was it since the 1930s? I think it was Ohio State uh, that, that was the last team that was a national champion and ended up with a uh, below 500 record. With a win over Ole Miss on Saturday, Okay, there is an opportunity for this team to go 500. And that is uh, that is an accomplishment considering everything that has happened to this program this year between the opt outs early in the season, all the losses they had to the NFL draft at the end of last season. And then again, those that quit on this team in the middle of the season whether they were transferring out or those that just quit to be able to go get ready for the NFL draft. I mean, it's just been a whirlwind and then trying to keep things together. Ed Ogeron on the hot seat, okay? I mean, he's on the – you could say, oh, national champion. No, 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 He's on the hot seat, okay? There's no doubt. Is he getting fired this year? No, there's no way, okay? Too much money involved here. It, it, it would not be fair to be able to fire Ed Ogeron anyway, but, again, he stood tall. And, and kept this team together. You know, a lot of talk about, about uh, Ensminger retiring as, a, uh, as the offensive coordinator, Lenahan getting fired, also the, uh, the possibility of Bo Pelini being fired, a defensive coordinator going a new direction there, maybe some longtime assistants that we've seen on the screen with this program also, uh, again, getting jettisoned at the end of the season. through All this controversy, this team standing up and, and playing so well on, on, on Saturday night, uh, and and being and beating Florida now. Look, Ole Miss is. You know, it's just not like Ole Miss is. You're going up against Alabama here. Okay, there's no doubt. Uh, they've got a great offense, and, and you you talk about uh, again uh, Ed Ogeron uh, going back and and again he's again again playing against a team that you know he once coached. I mean, there's so many storylines uh, to to this to this uh, to this game. But if LSU can play the type of game they played against Florida, uh, they can beat Ole Miss. And they can salvage this season somewhat uh, with a 500 record. Uh, we'll get into this after the break. But uh, again, the Saints were upset by Philly uh, in Philadelphia. But I want to congratulate Tulane, and because again, Tulane an up and down season. And look, we've we've kind of maybe uh, looked at the at the the uh, negatives a little bit more than uh, than most because it's what could have been for this season. Okay. Uh, the loss to SMU and the loss to Tulsa in overtime, two ranked teams that, that you had on the ropes that you should have won those games. And then the the, the the loss that should have never happened to Navy. And then you look at this team now, six and five, and what could have been you know an opportunity to maybe be ranked, okay, to be ranked. and But yet, again, they get a chance to go to the Idaho Potato Bowl. They're going to take on Nevada. It's uh, Tuesday, December 22nd. It's a 2.30 kickoff. And uh, you got to be able to be – very excited about about Tulane, especially with Michael Pratt at quarterback. The trajectory they're on. Uh, again, even though Jack Curtis was fired last week, there's going to be a change there. There's already a change at the offensive coordinator position with Will Hall moving on to Southern Miss and Chip Long coming in as the new offensive coordinator. But you got to like the way again things are are are, are, are playing out for for Tulane, especially they get a win over Nevada. Now tonight, again, the first chance to see the new look Pelicans. Uh, preseason game against the Miami Heat, uh, but they're going to be missing a lot of players that are going to be contributing to this team uh, in a a, a starters role or coming off the bench uh, this season. Uh, Because of COVID concerns, Eric Bledsoe and J.J. Redick are out. These are contact tracing concerns. Eric Bledsoe left the he left the facility, so again, he's under medical protocol where, again, he's got he's to be quarantined. J.J. Redick, again, somehow came in contact with someone with COVID through contact tracing. Also, again, Waylon Gabriel is out with, with tendonitis, and Stephen Adams is questionable with a hamstring. One of the things I'm looking for tonight is I want to see, again, how they play defense. And it may not be fair to be able to judge them when you're talking about Bledsoe, Redick, and, and also Adams out, you're talking about two of the three of those guys are starters. The other guy is the first guy off the bench. Gabriel is expected to get get significant playing time this season as well. So again, I'm not sure what we're going to see here, uh, especially if Adams is out because then because then again you're, you're going to you're, you're going to your backups uh, at, at the center position. And again, he was going to make a serious difference for this team uh, when you start talking about the uh, the interior defense. Uh, the hope is again we'll see a stealth. Uh, 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 Zion Williamson, who can who will dominate tonight, uh, but again, I want to see the spacing on the floor. I want to be able to see defensively how they're playing, and, and, and I want to see again Lonzo Ball. Uh, is he going to be the bubble ball, or is he going to be the Lonzo Ball we saw toward the end of the season who put it all together? Jackson Hayes, has he put weight on? Is he going to be a more physical player? Is he going to be a one-trick pony where all he can really do is, again, block shots and, and, and be a guy that can play around the rim and, and dunk? Because again, he's got to be a he's got to be a more well-rounded player going forward for this team, you know. Again, uh, and, and and Nikhil Alexander Walker, who's going to get uh, going to have a more prominent role this season. Uh, again, he was left a lot of times on the bench last year, uh, and when he came in, at times he played well, at times he was lost. How's he going to look in this new look defense and offense that Stan Van Gundy is putting out there? And of course, Brandon Ingram, will he continue to excel uh, like he did last year? Again, the uh, when when you start talking about uh, how great of a year he had last year, and of course Nico Melli. and also I'm hoping to see we can we can see Kyra Lewis as well. There's a lot of talk that that again he's not going to see a lot of time this year, but when you start looking at the guard position and the possibility of attrition through injury or COVID-19, he may be pressed into action here. So it's interesting to see again how that kind of plays out there. But it'll be your first chance to see the Pelicans at six o'clock on 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 the Pelicans uh, on the, what was it Fox Sports New Orleans, uh, the Pelicans home on TV. And uh, your first ch- chance to check out the Pelicans tonight against again the Miami Heat, and that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good team to be able to start off with. Uh, again, they're probably not going to play a lot of their uh, a lot of their starters, even though again, remember, only two preseason games this year, so you got to get ready. It's one of the reasons why I was hoping we see the, the full count of players for the Pelicans, because you've only got a couple games to kind of get this ready, and that's why again, normally you look at it what in quarters, right? On the 82 game season, the first 20 games. Uh, it may be a situation where it might take a little bit longer, especially for teams that have new coaches, have had the overhaul on the roster like the Pelicans before you can really see what this type of team, what type of team, this is going to be going forward. It'll eventually to see, but tonight's the first chance to be able to check out the Pelicans. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at uh, Burkhardt air conditioning and heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system or heating system, let me just say this to you. Uh, Burkhardt put in a new amount of heat pump in my home right before the, um, right before the COVID-19 shutdown. And, of course, uh, first of all, very happy with the system. Cools very quickly. Uh, the, when we have the heater on, the place warms up well. Uh, but the most important thing that I'm seeing is my, my electric bills have gone down. And that's hard to believe considering, again, we've been home uh, every day since, since, the, uh, since the shutdown in March. I mean, normally my wife and I would go to work, you'd have the lights off, you'd have the air conditioning turned, down, uh, turned up, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, your, your, your power bill you know, would, would not be as high. I was expecting power bills out the roof with us being home, but the efficiency of these brand-new units have saved us money. If you're looking to save money and it's time for you to be able to make that move to a new system, think Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, they'll come out. they a consultation with you. Make sure again uh, that that, uh, that you're happy with your with uh, the the choice you've made. After going through again the type of systems that they can install for you. Because remember, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. They'll come out and uh, they, they'll install that new system for you. And believe me, uh, you, uh, they'll treat your home like their home. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company you can trust with its air conditioning systems, heating systems, generators, tankless water heaters or again, all your electrical needs as well in that APCO Whole Home Air Treatment System, which again, kills the COVID-19 virus. Call Burkhardt. Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Project Shine makes it easy for good people to connect with great causes, bringing fresh light to a dark and troubled world. When you
6: help someone else, you help yourself, and that makes the world a better place. Visit Volunteer Match and brighten someone's day today. Thanks for being a part
3: of Project Shine. 106.1 NASH ICON.
6: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps you ship all your gifts and packages this year. Now save 25% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus take up to 30% off selected shipping supplies like boxes, tape, and padded mailers. In-store only. Offers and 1221, 21 See store for details. Staples.
3: Delays remain steady if you're traveling along the Crescent City connection coming into the city from just past Terry Parkway to the Calliope Street exit. Delays remain steady on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to before Morrison. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10-610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson.
5: On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
1: Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including NFL, NBA, and college on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street, behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports. What you can hang Hi, Eric casher Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the AC? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the AC bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your AC system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. Hi, Eric Asher once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your A.C. unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your A.C. system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying A.C. systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504-277-7520. Oceanic Grill, Bourbon at Conti and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner, fantastic cocktails that will amaze, come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard, and we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. about my friends at Southern Tire. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Folks, whether it's your personal vehicle, it's out of warranty, and you're looking for a shop you can trust, or maybe you're in charge of that fleet account at your company, and you're looking for a company that, again, will treat your vehicle like their own. Uh, it's, it is my friends over at Southern Tire. Uh, literally, again, at Southern Tire, the same diagnostic equipment, the latest, most modern diagnostic equipment you can find in the industry. Anyway, same ones you'll get at the uh, dealership. They have it Southern Tire. And then they got AFC certified technicians. Uh, So, again, same uh, equipment, same technicians, but without the sticker shop dealership prices. For a company you can trust with, again, your vehicle, your personal vehicle, or, again, a fleet vehicle, it is Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You can give them a call at 504-737-1558 to schedule your appointment, or you can go to southerntire.com and check out all of the service they provide for their customers, including, again, an opportunity for you to be able to um, uh, do a diagnostic check on your vehicle uh, because that, that at, at Southern Tire on their website, uh, they've got a, a page just set up for a diagnostic uh, for, for a diagnostic check of your vehicle. So, again, think Southern Tire when you're looking for a company you can trust with, again, your a personal vehicle or a fleet vehicle. It's Southern Tire. Hickory & Airlines is 1972. Saints lose yesterday 24-21 to 21 to the Philadelphia Eagles. First of all, they were not ready to play. And that is concerning, okay? Yeah, I know. The Saints drop ball. strike one like this every year. Last year was Atlanta. You go right down the line. But that's part of the reason why you've only got one Super Bowl. OK, that's the reason why you've got one Super Bowl champion, OK, because when you look back at the 2009 season and you can look at the game like that, that would have been Washington, right? Where, again, Robert Meacham pulls the get there. There's what there's an interception. Robert Meacham pulls the ball out, runs, runs, runs the uh, back for the touchdown. Uh, they overcame that in 2009. Since then, they've had these stinker games in the season which have ended up costing them, costing them home field advantage, costing them uh, first-round buys, costing them. And if we're in December now, now's not the time to be making these type of mistakes or not showing up for a game. You cannot look at the Philadelphia Eagles record and not go in there and play hard. And that's what happened, especially in the first half. But I don't put it all on the players. Okay, The players, yes, they didn't, they didn't play up to their capability. But I also put this on the coaches as I mentioned in the first hour. This is, this is on Sean Payton and Dennis Allen, okay, uh, not realizing or, or, again, not understanding, again, what, what they needed to do in terms of scheme uh, against, against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, especially with a rookie quarterback starting in Jalen Hurts who you know is going to run the football, okay? Now, again, he threw some nice balls. But when you look at, at what really killed the, the, the Saints yesterday, it was those bailout runs uh, with, with Jalen Hurts all game long. Sure, he got the big 24-yard run that was on the way to the touchdown, right? But more importantly, again, he would, back, he would drop back. He'd try to make time with his feet to try to get the ball downfield. But when it wasn't there, he'd tuck it and he'd run. The thing that frustrated me the most about the game plan yesterday was that's exactly the way they should have played Taysom Hill. We knew going into the game that the Philadelphia Eagles had, had one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, that they were rushing with four down linemen. But yet Peyton set it up so that Taysom Hill would stay in the pocket and, and again, allow him to be a sitting target, a sitting duck, for the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. On top of that, Andres Peak continues to be leaking on the, on the Saints offensive line. The, the answer to that would have been, utilize Taysom Hill for what he is. He is a dual-threat quarterback, just as Jalen Hurts is. What they could have done is uh, allow him to roll out more, put him in a position where he's putting pressure on the defense with his, with his feet, still having the opportunity for him to throw the football, even though I know he's not as accurate when he's rolling out than when he's in the pocket, but still would have, again, put pressure on that defense. And we would have saw what, 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 what was going on with the Saints defense with the Philadelphia defense. In my mind's eye, I could still see Cam Jordan chasing Jalen Hurts all over the field, okay? He ended up with one tackle and, and I think one tackle for loss. And he was running after him all game long. In the, in the meantime, Taysom Hill sitting in the pocket. You could have gotten the, into a situation where it's exactly what happened with the Saints defense. Saints defense was going east and west all game long, sideline to sideline, tucking their defensive line out. Well, you look at Philadelphia, all they had to do was go north-south. Uh, So, again, the game plan going in, not having designed rollouts, utilizing Taysom's ability to run, I thought was a really missed opportunity on the part of Sean Payton when he set up his game plan. And then the lack of, of urgency, okay? You're down two scores, okay? Getting into the huddle, huddling up, and I know I heard Taysom say that they got a complicated offense. It's complicated when Breeze is in there, too. And I'm not comparing Breeze to Taysom, obviously. But again, you should have been in a situation when you're in the hurry up, like we've seen this team do over and over again, to get up and down the field quickly. And then on that fourth and two play, where this is the way you utilize a guy like Taysom Hill to be able to run the football, okay? Peyton calls for a shot play. Are you kidding me? Uh, There's a lot of times you can do a shot play, but not at fourth and two. And then the call that he made, rolling Taysom out to the sideline, it took so long to develop that the sideline became an extra defender. And, And then you had a situation where, First of all, you have, uh, you have Hill, the tight end, who whiffs on Sweat, the, the defensive end, and then, and then also Armstead. Both those guys were supposed to double-team him, didn't do it. And then also, again, uh, you got Taysom trying to be able to go through his progressions, waiting for, to, for uh, Traquan Smith to come open short. He looked like he was coming open, but by that time, Sweat comes behind him, Tomahawks him, another fumble on the part of Taysom Hill, and it kills, uh, kills the drive. I mean, it's head-scratching. You need two yards. Why are you getting greedy there, Sean Payton? I mean, again, he just he – just, Payton was not ready with this game plan yesterday when you start talking about the game plan. And then on the, on the defensive side of the ball, come on. I mean, Dennis Allen, you're going against a rookie quarterback. In the past, you've been able to confuse rookie quarterbacks. You know he's going to be a one-two-read quarterback, and he's going to run. And he utilized his feet all game long. And then, of course, look, they didn't play well, well in terms of gap defense. You saw it on Sanders' 82-yard run, okay? And and in the process, again, uh, the the 55-game streak of not allowing a 100-yard rusher out the window, uh, not one but 200-yard rushers yesterday in Sanders and also Jalen Hurts. Uh, But more than anything else, the the, the yards have to contact. The Saints have been uh, a a ferocious tackling team, uh, a sure tackling team, and yesterday that just wasn't the case, okay? These uh, these yards have to contact hurt them. Uh, Hertz is running uh, again, bailing out those bailout runs hurt him, and uh, of course uh, uh, you look at the look at through all that the Saints still had a chance to come back and win the game. Uh, But again, uh, I thought that the adjustments were too late. But more importantly, I thought if you break it down to its lowest common denominator on what happened yesterday, I thought that Doug Peterson out Peyton Peyton, especially when you talk about the offensive end. The type of offense that he ran with Jalen Hurts yesterday was the type of offense that Peyton should have ran with Taysom Hill. And, and before we go to break, I'll say this, okay? All the talk about Taysom taking over for, um, for Jameis Winston was, again, the fear of turning the ball over. Taysom Hill has turned the ball over in every one of his starts, fumble or, or, or an interception. So all this talk about you can't put Jameis in because of the fear of of ultimately, again, being a turnover machine. Taysom has been a turnover machine. He is literally now threatening uh, Aaron Brooks' record for fumbles in a season. He had 16 16 games in 2003. Brooks had 14 fumbles in 16 games. Taysom has in 13 games right now, has 10. One thing he's got to do is learn how to, how, to, how to be able to hold on to the football and take care of the ball because the turnovers have become a huge issue. Everybody was worried about Jameis with the turnovers. Taysom has been no better. Now, again, his, his staff don't look bad. 28-31, 291, two touchdowns. Again, uh, one one interception that caused the fumble. He, sacked, he sacked five times at 33 yards. That's why, because he was stationary targeted in the pocket. Roll the guy out, get the guy on the edge, let him put pressure on the defense, and it's probably a different game. But this is now coming back to Biden, ladies and gentlemen, because now, again, you got the Kansas City Chiefs coming in, Tam. Uh, you're now behind the Green Bay Packers in terms of the number one seed, uh, and they've got a cupcake schedule left, okay? And you're in a situation now, once again, where you probably hurt yourself with maybe Breeze not playing next, next week and maybe holding him out to the Minnesota game. As I said in the first hour, if you, if you had to get a loss, I would have rather lost to an AFC team than an NFC team but a little bit frustrated because this team didn't come ready to play. And that starts with the coaching staff, and it trickles all the way down to the team. This was one, again, when they look back on, one, again, they can kick themselves because this is a team that they should have beat, and they didn't handle it on Sunday. All right, we break. When we come back, Larry Holder of the Athletic will give us his take. On the Saints and LSU, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. In the market for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. First of all, they'll do a single-day install for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. They come out and do a consultation with you, whether it's your office or or, or your home. Find out what you're looking for. Then, after you you come to an agreement, they'll come out and do a single-day install. Uh, Can't afford a generator with all the money up front? That's not a problem. Financing available generators. After that generator is installed, they do a new install quality check after one month. And if you need help with your generator in terms of service, and if you've utilized that generator for over 100 hours during the past storm season, you have to get it serviced by a professional. Why not allow Burkhart to service it for you? Uh, They have 24-7, 365 emergency service, and they have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service at 488-6582. That's Katie's 488-6582. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory & Airline and Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers so you're sitting in traffic on I-10 tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family so where's the place you should think of Oceana Grill and get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves from blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp we know how to get you asking for more whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine Oceana Grill 739 Conti in the heart of the fun 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily we know what you're missing in your kitchen Oceana Grill. Dave Mietta Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958 offering auto home life health business and commercial policies serving the East Bank West Bank North Shore South Shore and River Parishes Dave Mietta Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792.
7: At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best tasting pizza is delivered 1030 a.m. to 930 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Morero, and Algiers.
5: Sequoia Outdoor Supply is your source for lumber, fencing, pavilion, and pergola kits. Manufactured locally and in multiple sizes to fit any budget. 504 837 3300 Airline Drive in Metairie. SequoiaOutdoorSupply.com.
4: The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts too. Even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the irs from targeting you but don't delay it's important to act now while you still have options optima is a plus rated with the better business bureau optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients get your life back for tax help you need for tax help you can trust call optima now for your free consultation
1: call 800-517-9383 that's 800-517-9383 800-517-9383 Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit optimataxrelief.com. Welcome back to your listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host Eric Asher. Joining us in the program now as he does each and every Monday for a recap of what's happening on the sports world, specifically normally the New Orleans Saints. It's Larry Holder of the Athletic. Larry, how you doing today, buddy?
6: I'm good, E. How are you today?
1: I'm doing fantastic now, Larry. You didn't make the trip, did you?
6: To Philly. Philadelphia? No, I did not make the trip to Philadelphia.
1: Thankfully, that. thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, and you didn't make the trip to the swamp, right?
6: No, we've uh, we've limited some of our t- uh, travel at the athletic this right. year, and um, yeah, I'm not I'm not super upset about it. I'll I'll, I'll be safe until I know it's. Totally saved I'm, to I'm right
1: there done. with you, my brother. I'm right there with you. All right, let's start with the Saints. Look, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out there for you. Like, I've been very critical of, of the game plan uh, on both sides of the ball. And, and uh, I thought this was the game, if you're going to utilize Taysom Hill, you're going to utilize his running ability and his ability to get out the pocket uh, against, the, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Considering, again, their front four, you know, we knew all the accolades coming in. And just to be able to stretch the, 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 the field a bit, Instead, again, he was more of a sitting target in the first half. They started to roll him out a little bit in the second half. Defensively, I mean, Jalen Hurts just, just went nuts on him. The, the bailout runs really killed them on, on Sunday. And, man, Dennis Allen normally has a recipe for success to, to be able to, again, uh, uh, kind of fence in those, those, those running quarterbacks, especially inexperienced quarterbacks. I was surprised by the game plan. I was surprised by how flat they came out.
6: Well, the flat nature of them coming out, I think, is the most surprising. Uh, look, I, I figured that uh, that Jalen Hurts would probably escape the pocket a few times and, and get some runs. I didn't think he'd be as successful as he was. Uh, I think he he had seven first downs running the football himself uh, in that game, and so that is certainly not optimal. Uh, you would want it the opposite way where maybe Taysom Hill did that, but that definitely didn't happen. Uh, but defensively, like, I'm, like, like I said, I'm assuming they, they game plan for that. I just think they that the players, for the most part, were just fooled. I mean, you can blame coaching, I, but I'm assuming that uh, they coached them up to say, all right, look, they're going to have these RPOs, and he's going to try to run on the outside. I think uh, you saw too many times uh, players along the edge like Trey Hendrickson or Marcus Davenport just get fooled, and uh, they – uh, they weren't able to stop it consistently. Mm-hmm. And so that, because you had that, then it made Jalen Hurts, when he held on to the football in the pocket, uh, made him feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, Saints defense on their heels. And, you know, I think it's a, a case of them not knowing, uh, uh, not you know, just kind of being a little on skates, if you will. And, I mean, you could put it on coaching, uh, I mean, that's probably to a degree, but I'm certainly going to put it on the players. I mean, they get paid to play. They know what's coming. Right. Uh, at least they should know what's coming. And so, look, I think, uh, you know, I think it was kind of just a breakdown in the, in the first half. We saw them be able to kind of get that together in the second half. And then, I mean, you bring up uh, the game plan offensively to try to run the football, and uh, look, I just felt like the Eagles did a good job of possessing the football. Uh, so it kept the Saints' offense off the field. Uh, but here's where the battle got lost. I mean, the Saints' offensive line is a strength. The Eagles' defensive line is a strength, strength on strength. Yes. Eagles' defensive line won. Uh, and even with guys getting banged up, they still won. And so I think that's something that uh, – people kind of didn't realize Look, the Eagles defensive line was as potent as the Saints defensive line. They actually had more sacks going into the game than yes. the Saints did. And look, they, you know, the Eagles won in the trenches, both sides, and it caused kind of chaos everywhere else.
1: hundred percent agree. The other thing, again, not being able to take advantage of the injuries in the secondary uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they were down to nobody by the end of the game. Yeah, look,
6: I do think Taysom improved once, uh, Darius Slay and Rodney McLeod and Avante Maddox yep. once they were all out but it was almost like too little too late like they were down 17 uh before all of that even happened and then it's uh you know you're still having to deal with uh your offensive line not playing as well and the sat and the other and so you know I think it was just uh, you can't afford to figure, all right, even though the Saints uh, should be a better team than the Eagles, if they go down 17, it's still going to be harder. So uh, I did, you did see an improvement in the passing game once those guys went out. But, uh, you know, Eric, we've talked about this for weeks. We've mm-hmm. been waiting to see how Taysom Hill overall uh, performs against uh, a team that's not the 31st-ranked pass defense in the NFL like the Falcons. True. And, uh, you know, we saw – but he didn't perform super great. When the Eagles had all their starters in, it improved once, the, you know, the, they kept kind of dropping like flies. And so, uh, you know, it's, I, I still think it's, uh, it's a difficult thing to evaluate with Taysom Hill. I mean, we're getting weeks and weeks of resume tape now. But, uh, you know, I, I do think that uh, I could tell you just from gauging from the, uh, uh, the folks who responded to my mailbag on, uh, on the athletic, whether questioning the questions right after the game or commenting after, Uh, there are certainly skeptics of Taysom Hill, and I'd say rightfully so.
1: Are you a skeptic?
6: Yes, there's no doubt. You know, Mm -hmm. I I need – look,
1: he looks skittish
6: in the pocket at times. Mm -hmm. He he throws well. I I just feel like, to me, I've seen him in four games now, and maybe he can improve, but I feel like his ceiling is a middle-of-the-road quarterback. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't see him as, like, we're spoiled in that way sure. to a Hall of Famer. But right. I just see him being in middle-of-the-road quarterback. I mean, and if, that's, if the Saints want a game plan around that, that's their prerogative. But uh, I, I, I've said this, and I've been staunch. They need to keep their eyes open and, uh, and, and, and keep that open going forward.
1: Defensively, defensively, what was your biggest takeaway yesterday? Of, of again, why they were able to? Now, look, we know the bailout yards for Hertz was a was a big was a big deal. And look, they got the eighty-two yard run from Sanders, but they got some. Uh, Rager had some big runs. This is a team that has been stout against the run. That's been very very disciplined, especially through the, again the last two quarters of the season. It wasn't that way yesterday?
6: I think the concern, especially going into Kansas City, is that we saw too many people running free in the first half. If Kansas City gets away with that, if Tyreek Hill or uh, Travis Kelsey or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or Sammy Watkins, if they're able to run free bye. it's going to be a blow like they're just going to blow the doors off the scene. Uh, they cannot afford to have that happen. And, uh, you know, you saw Rager run free and he didn't, you know, um, they, they missed him and then he ran free again and. They hit him for a big gain, And, you know, know, the second half, the defense certainly improved. I don't think there's any question about that. But Mm -hmm. you can't afford to have a half of a lapse if you're going to expect to beat Green Bay or Kansas City or Seattle or, I mean, you know, teams like that. You cannot afford to have those lapses uh, because uh, those teams can beat you. They've got weapons who can beat you. Uh, they got quarterbacks who can beat you. So, you know, if that happens against Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, I think it kind of gives and kind of worries Saints fans. Rightfully sure that that's if that happens against Russell Wilson, he's going to take advantage. Uh, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, those guys are going to take advantage.
1: No doubt. Let Larry. Um... Uh, look, I've defended Andres Pete in the past. Okay, there he's been. There have been times that he's shined. There have been times that again that he snuck up the place. He has not played well in this last quarter of the season. Uh, what's the? What's the? Uh, again, and I know that Peyton is is committed to him, but yet he called him out this after this game. Uh, obviously, Nick Easton's been in and out of the, the lineup with with injuries. Uh, do you anticipate a change there? I don't think you can now uh,
6: because Nick Easton has another concussion. It's his second in. Uh, a really short span, and so what do you do? I mean, there's n- no other real replacement unless you're going to put in James Hurst, and I don't think that's going to happen. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to ride with what you got, and I think uh, Peyton calling out Andres Peter early today uh, maybe is a wake up call, but I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's it, it's really discouraging for Saints fans, and uh, unfortunately, my uh, my social media. Mm-hmm. A game every week is when Andres Pete does something to say, Pete, drink. Uh, fans would be bombed because uh, <laughs> the last few weeks because, yes. you know, he, he misses a block on the first play of the game on a screen pass, gets up, claps his hands. I'm like, I've seen that before. And, uh, you know, whether it's missed blocks or penalties, and it's uh, look, it's the first-round tag. It's the $11 million price tag where yep. everyone knows you should not have gotten that money. That contract's going to be questioned until the end of time, yep. and uh, but what can you do? Can't do anything right now because Cesar Ruiz is going to have to play if Easton mm-hmm. can't go, and Easton in the last game and plus because in the Eagles game he missed a block on the on the fourth and short uh, on right. this, the run, Easton missed four blocks in the previous week against Atlanta. So it's like that middle of the offensive line. McCoy's playing better than he was last year, but those guard spots are starting to kind of remind us well, the middle of that offensive line struggled last year against Minnesota. Yep. They took advantage and knocked them out. So uh, it's nervousness. I mean, I understand it, and like, everything we're talking about are reasons to be nervous for the Saints.
1: Look, we overreact overreact on on a Monday a lot after a game. Uh, Is there an overreaction here with, again, uh, still trying to be able to capture the, the, the number one overall seed and what's left on the schedule?
6: I don't think it's an overreaction to think that that thing might slip away just because who thinks that the Saints are going to beat the Chiefs on Sunday? I mean, some people might. I mean, obviously the Saints are still one of the better teams in the NFL, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And you go into a dome where there's probably going to be, what, 3,000 fans? Like, so it's a, it's a non-factor. And, yep. uh, like I said, we brought up all these all these issues. It's not like Kansas City, though, is some um, you know, world beater on defense. So that would be one thing where I would not panic about, like if the Saints can get moving offensively. Uh, you know, I, and, and Kansas City's won a lot of close games. So are they susceptible? Yes, I think they are. But, I mean, we keep uh, – you know the Saints almost lost against Atlanta, they they did lose in Philadelphia, and uh, you know everyone's wondering when Drew Brees is going to come back. And so, look, Minnesota's still going to be a tough game because they're fighting for their playoff lives. And so, and do I see many losses on Green Bay's docket left? No, probably not. I mean, they play mm-hmm. Tennessee; that's probably their toughest game. And then, oh by the way, if you slip up, Seattle's or or uh, the Rams or uh, you know. Uh, those teams are, are kind of nipping at you. And so yep. what if one of those jumps you? So, look, I, I think there's there's not an overreaction to be concerned about their seeding at this point.
1: Want to shift gears? Got to ask you about uh, your alma mater, the LSU Tigers, how they performed this week in the Swamp.
6: Boy, they needed that right in time for national signing day, right? <laughs> I think that was, again, no doubt. Florida. I think that was something that they they really needed uh, now. I'm curious to see if they finish strong against Ole Miss or even if they're able to play the game against Ole Miss. But, look, it's, uh, they needed that bad. Uh, Max Johnson looked composed, good to see. I mean, it just doesn't throw out everything that's happened throughout the season. But it shows you that at least you, know, you had a bunch of young players without Stingley in there. And, uh, you know, Eric Gilbert to, uh, just opted out and first start first start for Max Johnson in the Swamp against a team that was looking to go maybe to a college football playoffs. I know some things happened, fortunately, for them. But, look, you, you, you need those breaks sometimes in a game, and they took advantage of it. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a good thing in terms of National Signing Day coming up for sure, but it doesn't coat everything that's happened. So I think we need to just look at it kind of, all right, it's a good moment now. It might not affect recruiting right now, but you still got to make changes.
1: But based on we seen, I mean, I, I called it a narrative-changing game, a narrative-changing win because of everything, all the toxicity around the program. At least, again, you saw go, guys go out there and play and play hard. And that was what was being questioned, again, whether these guys had heart, whether they, they were they were willing to play for each other. And they did on Saturday.
6: No, I agree. And, uh, you know, it's
1: because
6: think about it. I mean, a lot of these – players they're not going anywhere I mean they've still got a few years left in this program so you know if, if now it's as good a time as any just kind of uh get the ball rolling against you know in a hostile environment even though you know it wasn't packed fans but still against a team that's very good against a team you know was looking to come out and try to beat you and make a statement and you held your own I mean you got some uh, wild circumstances you know the interception bouncing all around it caught the shoe uh you know the field goal 57 yards just that you know, i mean we could we, there's plenty of circumstances we can talk about but still uh i think it is a good sign that this group that probably not going anywhere uh, right. young players mm-hmm. pulled it together and maybe they pulled together and beat ole miss and then you have some positive momentum going
1: forward Yeah, I would agree. Last question for you. What's your your gut on Drew Brees? Is he back this week, or will they hold him out for Minnesota?
6: Oh, man. You know, I I thought thought he was going to be coming back this week, but my gut's going to tell me no. Uh, Maybe he surprises me. uh, But, you know, I guess, like I said, you can't rehab ribs. I mean, if they're not healed, they're not healed. He can't move right. He can't move right. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why uh, everyone's a little sheepish on him coming back this week.
1: Larry, I always appreciate your time, my friend. What you guys got coming up at The Athletic? And I want to remind everybody, because I'm a subscriber. Uh, first of all, great, uh, the, when you talk about uh, the writers, I'm talking about nationwide, worldwide. they got the greatest writers that are out there. You talk about the group we have in New Orleans. They know New Orleans sports. And for, for the minimum amount of money you pay if you're a sports fan, uh, this is a great site for you to go to. It's one of my go-to sites and a great stocking stuffer as well. Tell us about some of the deals you guys have.
6: No deal. Uh, yeah, no doubt. No, look, you can, uh, If you want to buy a subscription, uh, you get one free. You can gift it. I mean, so it's two for the price of one. So that's what we got going on at The Athletic, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I could just tell you that um, uh, come National Signing Day, I, you know, we didn't talk much about Tulane, but I'm going to be catching up with Willie Fritz doing an exclusive uh, coming up to, to get a state of the program there. Uh, you right. know, we're, we're going to be Covering, I mean, the Pelicans are starting up. Will Guillory is yep, getting starting up, rocking and rolling. So uh, tonight, exactly. So we're going to get that covered. LSU, everything with signing day this week. Saints, Chiefs, uh, you know, you name it, we're going to be all over it. Uh, and then everything going forward. Uh, and I've got some. Uh, I'm not going to tease it, I, but I've got a couple of really good stories. I'm, I've been kind of dig- digging into that. I think people are going to like that. will be coming up. So be on the lookout for those. TheAthletic.com/Nebraska.
1: Thanks, my friend. Always appreciate your time.
6: Hi, D. Good talking to you, buddy.
1: That's uh, Larry Holder. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike DeLaHusse of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cook. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com
4: But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-517-9383. That's
1: 800-517-9383. (laughs) 800-517-9383. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
7: This Christmas, get the gift that really matters and donate blood. When healthy donors give blood at the Blood Center, their donations are screened for COVID antibodies to find healthy candidates who can give convalescent plasma to treat patients currently fighting the coronavirus. Donating blood is safe, simple, and easy. And just one pint can save up to three lives. Visit thebloodcenter.org or call 886-BLOOD to see how you can help and schedule your appointment to donate that's thebloodcenter.org for more information and to find out how you can donate
1: alright folks thanks so much for tuning in that's it for me certainly appreciate you tuning into the show I want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors sponsor our program go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor sponsor our program and please continue to support those fantastic sponsors also to our guest today uh, Glenn Gilbo USA Today Network and also Larry Holder of The Athletic Rudy back at studio, producing, always doing a great job. And, of course, as always, we appreciate our audience as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget, Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. And uh, we'll do a lot of stuff on recruiting for the rest of the week uh, as uh, LSU and Tulane find out who their new recruits are. Coming up next, it is Kenny Trahan with All Access. His guest tonight, Sharif Ishak of Channel 6 Sports and Jacques Doucet of WAFB in Baton Rouge. I'm Eric Asher. Enjoy your evening. See you tomorrow, straight up four o'clock. From the dog catch of the governor. They all gotta go.
3: Better Anytime,
0: anywhere, smart.